What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the College Game Time Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Smith, and we are continuing to keep the wave of momentum rolling. Man, we've got some good momentum on Apple Podcasts in particular. YouTube as well. YouTube, we saw a little downtick yesterday, and I think I know why. I'm going to explain that in just a second. But uh, if you've been listening and following along as we've really gotten this podcast just airlifted off the ground, man, just tremendous wave of momentum. Uh, I sincerely appreciate your support. And as I have been saying every day this week, if you're listening on Apple right now, please give it a five-star rating. And if you feel compelled, leave a positive review. Thank you so much to you listeners who have written a review, man. Those just, they make my day. Uh, enjoy reading them. And I hope that we can continue to build this platform and this show into a, you know, a high quality source of information, uh, uh, you know, community of discussion uh, about the American Athletic Conference. And, um, you know, like I said, we're on a mission. We're going to make this the number one show for the American Conference. And, and, and I want, you know, I'm crazy enough to think it could get ranked up there with some of the other shows that cover more than just. Uh, you know, cover more of the national landscape of college football because we've also had some listeners from other conferences that just want to see what's what's going on in the American. So anyways, I appreciate the support. If you're watching on YouTube right now, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, watch it to the end, leave a comment, share it with a friend. And if you're listening on the streaming platforms, particularly Apple, I already, I already gave you my request for the day. But it is, uh, it is Thursday, August 24th, and... I mentioned the down tick from yesterday, and here's why. Because I released yesterday's episode on YouTube at 2.30 p.m., which, by the way, I'm still kind of messing with that, If you know, depending on the different drops. You know, I, I, last week I did some evening drops. I've done some lunchtime drops. I've done some mid-afternoon drops. So once we get into football season, I'll probably – set a time mark. If you have feedback on that, leave it in the comments or, or send me an email info at collegegametime.com. But, uh, yesterday at two 30. Okay. It premieres literally 14 minutes later, Pete Thamel drops the bomb on the Twitter verse. And so it kind of, <laughs> it kind of took some of the luster away from my uh, show yesterday. However, on streaming platforms, we're still looking good there. But yesterday's YouTube premiere, not so good. But that's okay. That's what we have today. But that bomb that Pete Thamel dropped was this, in case you are unaware, or maybe this is your source of information, and I don't want to assume everybody already knows. But on Twitter, from Pete, sources, the potential additions of Cal, Stanford, and SMU to the ACC are again under serious consideration by the ACC. A small group of ACC presidents met Wednesday morning to discuss financial models that would come with the additions. Those models are expected to include significant financial concessions from the schools that will be added. More meetings are expected this week. Just one vote is needed among the block of UNC, NC State, Clemson, and FSU to get the three new schools in. Assuming all the yes votes are in agreement with the financial arrangements, a realistic timeline for a decision is about one week. There's expected to be a pool of money created from these additions, and the ACC presidents are discussing how the money would be split. The mechanics of that are still to be worked out, including a performance pool for success initiatives. 
and this is the wildest part to me, the concessions expected from SMU include a willingness to take no broadcast media revenue for the first seven years they are in the league. Stanford and Cal would both receive the same share, which will uh, both be reduced but different in form from SMU's concession. In other words, Stanford and Cal are going to come in at a reduced share as well, but they're not going to take nothing as SMU is. And that, you know, obviously the optics of it make SMU just look absolutely desperate to get into a Power 5 conference. You know, I had the show a couple days ago where I was comparing and contrasting some of the things from the American and the ACC, but I get it. They got all the money to do it. They want to get into a conference where they can have, you know, games with Clemson and Florida State uh, and North Carolina or whoever opposed to the current teams in conference that they're playing, you know, do you, right, to each his own. Um, I just seven years. And, and I guess the part of this that I don't see a lot of people talking about, at least from SMU's perspective, is it's not so much – the revenue that they're they're giving up and missing out on because they've got the billionaire donor support to sustain that. Now, as I've said before, remember, with billionaires, there's always a way out if things aren't happening as fastly or quickly as they expect them to. What do I mean by that? Well, if SMU comes in there and they're just on ACC streaming and they're, they're bottom of the pack, not saying they will be, but if they are, I would imagine some of that billionaire support that's very motivated right now by the opportunity to go power five will be a little less motivated. Just, just my two cents on that. And, and a lot of times those guys, they have, they have, they have a loophole or a way out always. That's all I'm going to say on that. But the piece that I don't feel like people are really talking about is SMU's not just sacrificing a revenue share to get in but they're actually helping their competition. And that's the part that's a little, I don't know, that's interesting to me because that money that they're sacrificing is gonna go to programs that they'll be competing with in the conference. Now, whether this thing gets voted in or not is dependent on these models that they're creating, that they're putting together on how, that, how those funds will be dispersed. Um, and, and, you know, there's different theories around that. So I, I don't feel like this is a done deal personally, uh, though it might be done by the end of the day. Who knows the way this thing's rolling. Maybe 13 minutes after I drop this episode, Pete Thamel will say it's a done deal. Thankfully on this one, though, I'm going to talk through what, what the impacts of it being an, a done deal were. So don't worry, just hang, hang tight with me. But, uh, uh, you know, it kind of reminds me of earlier this month when all of a sudden there was this huge wave of momentum for the pack overnight was going to stay together. They were, they were having this meeting. Oregon and Washington weren't going to go to the Big Ten. And the other, you know, Arizona was, wasn't going to go to the Big 12. And the pack was going to stay together. They had this big meeting with Klyovkov. And then literally, like later that same day is when the bottom fell out. It was announced Oregon and Washington were headed to the Big Ten. Arizona to the Big 12 short time later. Arizona State, Utah, you know. 
that's just it. It's realignment. I've been saying it from the jump. Okay. One of the toughest things to track with realignment season is the fluidity of it because things literally can change overnight. So whereas yesterday afternoon, it seemed like this was a done deal and all these credible reporters are putting it out there. Well, all of a sudden by tomorrow morning, it could go the complete opposite way. But let's just, let's just say we're, we're in a world now where they get the votes, the ACC stays intact, SMU's gone, Stanford and Cal are to the ACC. Where does that leave the American? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this part, this segment of the show, responding to a question that I got on Twitter X last night uh, from Conference UAB. They said, what do you think the AAC does if SMU leaves? Would OSU and Wazoo, WSU, be realistic additions? And here's how I said it. I put this up on Twitter. If you're not following me, feel free to follow me at I'm Trey Smith. Number one, I'm going to negotiate as high of an early exit fee as possible. SMU has shown that they are literally willing to pay or in the case of going to the ACC, sacrifice anything to get in. Then I'm going to call ESPN. Then I'm going to increase my investment in current AAC teams. Then I'm going to go make my pitch to OSU and Wazoo that includes exit fee money and ESPN renegotiated numbers. Now, that's what I wrote on Twitter, and I want to speak a little bit more detail to it right now. So that first one, that early exit fee, I, I don't know about you, but is it fair to assume you could get 20 to $25 million out of SMU for an early exit fee? Let me know in the comments what your thoughts are on that. Maybe that could be our first question uh, to respond to from this particular pod. What is a reasonable range of money the AAC could expect to receive from SMU in early exit fee? They've got the money and they're obviously willing to pay whatever. You have to take into consideration the precedent that's already been set by Aresco with prior early exits. But I think here, given the circumstances, you could, you, you could, you could be a little more, uh, you could be a little more bullish in the in the in the negotiations, and I feel like you you know twenty to twenty five million. I mean that's that's not. I don't think that's too high. I don't think that's out of range. So let me know your thoughts. But man, to throw another twenty to twenty five million on top of the already existing fifty million dollars worth of exit fees would be nice. Then number two, I said call ESPN. Well, what I mean is is it's not like calling ESPN for the first time, my guess is that this would be a call saying, hey, are we still good on the numbers we discussed regarding Oregon State, Washington State, and a potential merger? Are we still good there? Because, yeah, you just got the time zone with the ACC absorbing these two teams. Now you can get, now you can get even more by us merging with this. So are we good on those numbers? In other words, I'm not saying this is like the first time they've talked. I'm, I'm confident this has been a conversation that's been had up to this point. So it's more of like a, hey, are we still good? Then I'm going to look at the money I have coming in, and I already have, you know, and it's going to be paid out over some years, right? And I go, all right, how can I increase the conference's investment in the teams that are existing? Whether that's bumping the newcomer's revenue share, whether that's giving even more to the already existing, the remaining members. You know, how, how can I sweeten the pot for the teams that are here? Because ultimately, SMU leaving, and I'll talk about this more in a second, but like, you don't have to go out and replace them. So just, just 
double down on your investment in what currently is is in place let those resources take root and watch how those programs begin to flourish and the comp and the conference continues to get stronger and stronger but then four i said make my pitch i mean i don't want to be a broken record player on this thing but like guys i i talked about this two weeks ago if you recall I talked about if Stanford and Cal go to the ACC, here's the pitch I'm making to get Oregon State and Washington State to the American. And I know half of you that watch this that are Mountain West or West Coast people, you laugh at me and think it's ridiculous, but I'm sorry. One, if you're a Resco, you have to do it. And two, other than the geography, you have a better case. You have a clause to negotiate your deal up. You have a deal with ESPN in place. ESPN is obviously still wanting to get those spots. That's why they're open to making this happen for Stanford and Cal to get that time slot for, over to the ACC. So you have the deal that's already in place. Um, you have a conference now that can fill every time zone. And I don't know. I, I mean, I think with when you're Oregon State and Washington State, even though this may not be as significant to them as, as like a Stanford or even a Cal, but in the American, you have AAU institutions and big city schools. Okay, you're losing SMU. You're not losing DFW, though. So those are just some things to think about. You know, do the big city, the AAU representation, um, you know, the deal that's already in place, and depending on what numbers Oresco can get those up to with ESPN, would that offset the travel concerns? So, I mean, laugh at me if you want, if you're, you know, a West Coast fan, but I, I, to me, that's a pretty sensible, logical uh, plan of attack to try and, and, and bring it together. Um, now, what's the other side of this? Well, the Mountain West could very well merge with these remaining two teams, get that auto five status, uh, get the money that's affiliated with that conference, the, the, the units and shares and all that, or the, the war chest everybody keeps talking about. That's like the new buzzword on Twitter, the war chest of the pack. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, but, but that would be huge for the Mountain West Conference. Like, there's no way to try and spin that and make it whatever. Like, um, um, you know, quite frankly, if I had to do a rankings, a ratings of, you know, the trio of Stanford, Cal, and SMU get accepted into the ACC, if I had to rank the best case scenario, the suck case scenario, and the I'd be okay with case scenario, I'd say my best case dream scenario would be OSU Wazoo <clears throat> merging with the AAC. Got the ESPN deal in place. You get the auto five status. You bring what would essentially be 13. You know, you have 15 votes there because SMU would be gone. So you'd have 13 plus two, 15. Um, and I think what that would do is give you some leverage as the American to be able to go snag a couple of Mountain West schools in a couple years or a year or two, you know, whether that's Boise, whether that's, I'm going to say San Diego State. I, there's, a, there's a part of me that thinks San Diego State's going to hold out for a Big 12 invite, which I think may eventually come. Um, but, you know, San Diego State, phenomenal program. Uh, I like Air Force. 
you know, I'd love to see the American add Air Force and Army in time. I think that would be a cool, cool additions to have. And like financially, at least for that Army Navy game. Um so yeah, that would be my dream scenario is 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 figure out a way to merge with those two and the full the, the remaining, you know, the thirteen and the American and uh you know, and then in a year or two, snag some other Mountain West teams. My suck case scenario, meaning this would absolutely suck, is if Oregon State and Washington like merged with the pack, uh, and basically everything I just said about the American went to the Mountain West, and um, you know what well, the the money, the Auto Five status. Now, listen, you know their media partners aren't. Their media partners aren't as needy for those time zones as ESPN is. I'll leave it at that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that would suck it, from the American conference's perspective. Now, here's where it would, like, not be the end of the world is if the 6-6 expanded playoff model stays. In fact, it kind of helps. If the 6-6 model stays and remains in place and you have the Mountain West and Pac merge, well, now you've solidified yourself with the American for sure as, as the sixth ranked conference. And I'm not even so sure you still don't make a case uh, in time to be the fifth uh, with this, this merged pack, especially if a team like San Diego State ends up going to the Big 12 anyways. Don't know if they would under those circumstances, but who knows. And then what would I be okay with? I'd be okay if if... You know, Oregon State, Washington State. Well, and this is part of me just not really knowing how these media things work. But if 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 Washington State, Oregon State just join the Mountain West, like like they had to leave the pack. I don't know what then happens to the pack's resources at that point. I've seen where it would go to those individual back to those individual schools. You know, so I don't know if 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 there's a a a, a benefit versus a, a loss as it pertains to the media deal with a merger. Does that nullify the current deal? Things of that nature. I don't know. But what I'd be okay with is if Oregon State, Washington State, just joined the Mountain West. All those pack resources went back to their original schools. Not sure if that's how it works. But then you know the American then chose to stand pat at 13. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Now, uh, I did get another question last night as I'm getting ready to wrap this thing up. But, you know, who, who do you go after? And we talked about that, I think, last week as well. It was either earlier this week or last week. Um, <clears throat> now, the Conference USA has signed a grant of rights. So those teams, I mean, it's not like super ironclad. I think it's like an 800000 uh, uh fee per year you're, you're leaving early. But if those teams are off the table, you know, now you're looking at the Sun Belt. I don't know how eager the Sun Belt teams are looking to leave, but, you know, I like teams like Coastal Carolina, App State, or, yeah, wait, yeah, App State, right? Sun Belt. Um, but I'd be okay with 13. Man, I, honestly, if you could convince Army football to join, I think I'd love that, honestly. Have Army and Navy in the conference. I just think that'd be awesome. Um, but I'm not like hard pressed for that. So let me know your thoughts down in the comments. 
first, um, what's what do you think is a reasonable exit fee, early exit fee the American could get from SMU? Let me know your thoughts as it pertains to the case the American could make to get Oregon State and Washington State in. Um, and, and you know what? For the heck of it, do you think that this thing's going to happen with the ACC? I mean, just because there's all this smoke and all this, you know, firestorm on Twitter, that doesn't mean it's going to happen as we've seen. Things can change very quickly. But uh, I hope that you will still listen and watch this video, even if 13 minutes after it premieres, uh, some more news breaks. Um, that's it for me today. Trey Smith, College Game Time.